Are you wanting to create a highly prosperous photography business doing what you love? Or maybe you have a great business already and want to up your game? Then you're in the right place. Master craftsman photographer Lucy Dumas and her guests are here to support you on your journey. Now here's your hostess and tour guide, Lucy. The principal role of a logo is to identify and simplicity is its means. Its effectiveness depends on distinctiveness, visibility, adaptability, memorability, universality, and timelessness. That's a quote by Paul Rand. And the reason I have quoted that for you is because today's topic is part of my mini series about the seven steps to attract your ideal client. Today is step five. One, two, three, four, five. If you haven't already listened to one, two, and then three and four was one, you might want to go back in time, <laughs> way back machine, and listen to those. You also want to go to my new and improved website, lucydumascoaching.com, and download the report on that. You know, there's a better word for report, but anyway. Download the seven ideal steps, and that will help fill in some of the gaps and give you a little simpler, visible play-by-play on this. So let's see. Visibility. So I want to start with the concept that people often do things or trying to think of things to get their name out there. And if you're not looking at the video on YouTube, And just listening, I hope you heard the air quotes. Because getting your name out there can be a huge waste of time and money if the there is not specific and how you get it out (laughs) is not communicating your value in the way that is going to lead to people knowing, liking, and trusting you. So, for example, I was thinking if you hired a plane and you got a bunch of brochures and flew over a city of 3 million people and dropped those uh, (laughs) brochures everywhere, not counting that it's littering, the chances that that, you know, you're certainly getting your name out there, wherever there is, but what's the chances it's going to lead to anything that you're looking for. And if you think about the investment, but let's say you're um, hiring a a plane to drop leaflets at a concert where everybody is thirsty and it says water is over to the right of the, the grandstand and is $5 a bottle. Now that's getting your name out there, but it's also giving an offer. Um, and that's another another conversation for another day about offers. So you want to be targeted. And what does it mean to increase your visibility? So when you make an effort to create a positive influence of you and your business and then communicate it, become seen in a lot of areas based on a lot of activities, that increases your visibility. You need to have, for example, a strong brand 
that communicates your style and personality. You can put that on social media. You can put it on business cards, wherever you go, or if you're doing a promotion of some kind, having a website where people click on it and get that strong, positive understanding and also know what you do, where you do it, who you are, what they can expect. That is important with visibility. Um, When you're becoming visible, that is not necessarily a step that's going to draw people in. So if you were a fisherman, and we'll just say you're catch and release, and you wanted to catch uh, big tuna, my brother-in-law catches very big tunas. He gets in a boat and he goes down to the tip of Baja, California, Mexico. And he uses bait and the fishing rods that are going to attract the ideal clients. He wouldn't go to like a puddle of water or a pond or even right off a dock in the ocean in San Diego to catch a hundred pound tuna. So he makes himself visible where the big fish are. I wish I could think of another thing besides fish, but um, anyway, so what else is there? Oh, so before I get specific about some ideas of where you can create visibility, I want to caution you about some things you could do that have zero benefit and may even hurt you. So one, and I've already alluded to this with the idea of the airplane dropping leaflets everywhere, but trying to get your name out there, out where, as I said already, unless you're in a small community where certain actions would be seen, um, you want to be targeted to the the people that are going to love what you do and be willing to invest in it. So I I see people doing, you know, all kinds of things. Like my neighborhood, when I was um, doing wedding photography, it was a good neighborhood to market to. But my neighborhood, when I switched to children, was not because, first of all, There were not a lot of children here at the time. The people that had them, this was a lower income neighborhood. I live in one of those cute old communities that went, that was great. Then it went downhill. And then some people put a lot of effort into making this a really um, desirable place to live. So now there's lots of babies and lots of kids. And if I were still promoting my children's photography, I would do it right in this neighborhood. But if I had done it, um, for example, there was a children's store that opened up uh, 15 years ago, and that would have been a great place for me to market. She had a friend of hers who does what I call cheap and cheerful sessions, uh, shoot and share, or maybe very low price all the time, and you get you know, a few five by sevens. So the well was kind of spoiled for my work in this neighborhood. And that woman, the friend, 
if she was wanting to now become a luxury photographer and have people pay her thousands, that entire mailing list, that entire exposure to what she did would not have been valuable. I mean, yes, she probably could have picked a few people out that would have paid her whatever she asked, but she got her name out there, but she got her name visible in the right community, but giving the wrong message, which was that she hands you a hundred photographs for a hundred dollars or something like that. And that is hard to shift. So is that making sense? Do you have questions on that? So you want to really be cautious not to do just random things or a one-time. One of my marketing tools to become visible used to be to market or have an advertisement in San Diego Parent Magazine. It was a freebie, but it was really nicely done. And they delivered it to all of my ideal client communities. Now, I advertised month after month, year after year. So people saw me. (laughs) Sometimes people would say, oh, I see you everywhere. And really all they ever did was look through those magazines while they were at the doctor's office waiting for their, you know, to be called for their turn with their child. But that got me visible in an easy, affordable way. Other people, I would see them do an ad and none others, just a single, and say, it didn't work. So um, when you're doing something that does have potential, it needs to be consistent. It needs to have layers. Because then when they went to my website, I had a really impressive website that appealed to the people I was looking for and communicated really well what their experience might be. And also that I was in a high-end level, not, um, you know, not really a budget photographer. All right. So some ideas about how to become more visible. And there's a zillion. So, you know, when you get to to a million, come back to me and I'll give you some other ideas. (laughs) Okay. Having displays. There used to be the ability to set up displays in a mall. Many photographers had like kiosks or billboards that they could set up. This was before the malls began having people selling things from carts in the middle of the malls. And they would get a lot of work that way, friends of mine. So if you're in a situation somewhere where you can put your work in front of people that might be interested eventually in a portrait, that is a great idea. Um, One idea, if you're a pet photographer and there is a veterinarian or a groomer or somebody that is serving the, the clients that are your clients, not everybody in the world, but, you know, maybe they're a little more expensive. Maybe they're a little more um, hands-on, um, spend more time with clients. If you can decorate their place of business with large portraits of award-winning type photographs, uh, or at least darn good ones, that 
is a visibility opportunity. Now, you have to make sure that your name is attached because like I've been in hospitals where the whole hallway going into the, let's say the maternity area had beautiful photographs of babies and there was no signage. There was no brochure. They, they weren't signed. So if you're going to do displays, it needs to have a way so that people can identify, oh, this is, you know, this is Charlie Jones or whoever you are. I know you're probably not Charlie Jones, but if you are, give me a call or say hello. Okay. You can become more visible at shows like bridal expos, pet, like cat shows, art shows, you name it. There are places where people pay a decent ticket price. And as they wander through, you get to meet them and they get to see your work. Now, that's also a great way to do um, some kind of enter to win because you get that one, two, because they're seeing your work, they're meeting you. So right there, they're feeling like, oh, this is somebody I have a positive reaction to. And then you get them into your world with some kind of giveaway opportunity. And that, that's a whole that's a whole program. But even just being on display in a in a situation like that, if it's the right community, can be great. One of my coaching clients lives in a fairly small town uh, where they grow almonds in the San Joaquin Valley of California. And they have a, um, I don't know if it's once a year or twice a year, but they have an event and people come to the event, the streets in the town. So even if she wasn't doing something to pull people to her with any kind of offer, just having her work on easels somewhere, or even if she didn't have a storefront, having it on display in other shops and things like that can be really helpful. Okay, what else? A great way, if it's the right target market to be visible, is to speak. Now, you want the speaking not to be about your photography, but something that will be of interest. And to, uh, I'm going to call it the ladies who lunch, because most of our buyers, unless you're uh, an executive portrait specialist, are probably women. So the ladies who lunch are usually in a demographic where they have some free time, they have income, possibly they have um, businesses of their own, or they're involved in nonprofits. And every time they have lunch or breakfast, uh, they need a speaker. And they'll pull from all kinds of inspirational or educational people's wisdom. <laughs> I know I didn't say that very well, but anyway. So if I were uh, doing a ladies who lunch to promote children's photography, I would do a little art program about the history of children's photography throughout time. 
And then I would have a display in the back of my work. So it's that speak and display. And so there's it's a two for one in that. And then I might also have an offer, or at least I would have them have an incentive to get on my email list and my snail mail list so that then I can do one of the other layers, which is social media, sending newsletters, sending postcards, quarterly uh, holiday cards, things like that to stay top of mind. Oh, I feel like I'm just babbling on. I need to breathe here. So are you starting to get the idea that there can be layers? Um, Let's see. Networking. (laughs) This could be an entire book, and there are entire books written on networking. Um, One of the best ways to become visible is to be networking with people who know and have access to your ideal clients. So, for example, in a wedding business, it's so easy because there are, let's say, maybe 20, 25 vendors categories that you can make friends with them. You see their work, you can photograph and send them prints or files that have your logo, take them to lunch. Uh, go to the bridal shows and wander around and meet the vendors, make friends. Um, So that's an easy one to be known within a certain industry. In like a networking group, it's not always the people that attend that will hire you because, you know, if it's a paid group like BNI or or, um, Leeds Club, different things like that. But they might know your ideal clients or work for your ideal clients. If you think about, you know, the reason they're going to these is because they're looking to increase their income. So they're mostly not already the people in mass, like of, let's say there's 100 members. There might be four over a period of time that use you, but the others might know veterinarians or know about charity events or introduce you to an orthodontist or a um a children's store or something they might be able to connect you so um the thing with networking is it isn't about showing up handing out a bunch of cards hoping somebody will call you it's about making friends it's about serving it's about giving um giving leads to the people that are there it's about follow up it's about building your own community so let's see i think that is what i can squeeze out of my little brain right now and that's just the tip of the iceberg but what i want you to remember is being visible is one of the steps to getting clients through the door. If you're good at being visible, or great, I'm going to say you're great. You're not necessarily going to have the phone ringing all the time. But then when you do a promotion of some kind, people will already have a positive feeling about you and be more apt to pull the trigger Like, let's say 
So a lot of a lot of my family and children's portraits came specifically from charity events. But the people who attended those, most of them had heard of me before they attended, uh, especially a children's hospital. Uh, there's a there's chapters of children's hospital and the ones that had my ideal clients. I was involved enough that then when they saw my auction item or my buy it now certificate, uh, they already had a positive idea of me and they also saw my displays. So then pulling the trigger on raising their hand and saying, yes, I'm interested and signing up for that thing is much, much easier. So it's a one, two, not a punch, a one, two hug. <laughs> hey, I'm pretty awesome. And hey, you know, I'm awesome. So how about we work together? Here's a thing to help make that easier. So um, that is it for now. And remember that two weeks from now, I will cover the next topic. And um, just know that I'm visualizing every ounce of success that you have in your heart and sending out my good vibes <laughs> and connecting with yours. And uh, I don't know. Am I babbling? <laughs> trying to trying to let you know that I see you. I believe in you. You can do this thing. <laughs> You're visible to my heart. Okay, that's it for now. Bye. You have been listening to The Highly Profitable Photographer with Lucy Dumas. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate, subscribe, review, and share. To connect one-on-one -on -one and learn more about our coaching programs, just go to lucydumascoaching.com. Until next time, go have fun photographing and selling your work.